0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Now, tuned in to the mother-uh-un greatest.
2: Hey, 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 how y'all feel out there? This is Miss Leisha, and you are tuned in to Last Chat. You know, I got my fabulous co-host, the fabulous hardcore editor, Miss T. Hey, T. Hey, Leisha girl, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You know, that red pen constantly twerking. This was just telling Tony, I said, I sent somebody else to you. I know she's going to be like, don't send me nobody else. Every time I turn around, <laughs> somebody told me, Lisha, told me to come and see you. Lisha. Hey, I'd be like, go talk to Tony. Oh, that happened to you? Go check out Miss Tony. <laughs> oh, you need that? I, I would talk to Miss Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. It's just a matter of building up my brand. So I do appreciate you for keeping me first and foremost in your quest to send them my way. So thank you so much, Leash. <laughs> no problem, T. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> We are so excited to be here. This is one of our last two shows until we go on break for a month. So we're excited. We got these. We have a ladies' night tonight. We got the girls in here. We got Kr Braxton, Nisha Brown, and Authorist Strawberry. They come in here to kick it with us. We gonna talk that talk. I didn't put a topic on today because you know we get the girls mm-hmm. talking, and ain't no telling what we gonna talk about.
0: But okay.
2: um, I do wanna talk about. I hate when people say what you mean and mean what you say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you're not going to do anything about it, then keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm That's saying? True. And that, I think mm-hmm. those those and my two to are coming to me today. And just to add something to that leash, and just to take it just a little bit further, is to say, be true to what you say. You know, don't just say it and then just sit back and think that the cars are going to just fall. Be true to what you say saying and, and follow through. Right, because it's going to be work that's going to go along with it. You can, you can mm-hmm. have all the intention in the world. Yeah, I said it. Don't send me no inboxes. You can have all the intention in the world. But unless <laughs> you do it, it don't mean nothing. Mhm. That's so true. It's just taking up air that somebody else can be doing with it. <laughs> Put it out there in the universe and make it come to light. Right. And it's true that you speak it. Now, to speak is to create. However, you face without works. You got to work. You have to do something. If something has to be done, you can't say, oh, it'll be taken care of. Oh, it's going to all fall in line. Not if you ain't doing no work. It ain't. That's true. And some people just don't want to work. They just want to sit back and just expect it to fall into their laps. But when you work for something, mm-hmm. I know when I work hard for something, Leash, I so appreciate it that much more, you know, because it's coming out of the works of my hand, the works of my mind, the works of my time, and you just appreciate it more. Like that's your baby. You worked hard to get it to where it is. You know, you went through the the trenches with it. hmm and don't move in fear because, you know, change is, is we always talk about this here on let Chat. Change is something else. You know, change make everybody nervous. When you start changing, watch the people around you. They get nervous because change not only affects you, it affects those around you, including the ones that you hang out with. Because your change means that they have to change something. And some people ain't ready mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Some people don't want to change. They get comfortable you know, they get too comfortable mm-hmm. sometimes. You may, remain stagnant when you do that, and life just passes you by. Because we are, you know, at least not, we are constantly doing something. You know, even when we're standing still, we're doing something. So just because you may not hear us on the air, don't think that we're laying back. I wish we could say we laid back. <laughs> I don't know. We've had a day off since we started, least, least. <laughs> hey, that's right. I mean, it's just, I think it's just the little things that we do sometimes that hold us back. But I think fear is part of that. When you start to change it and you see that people are not in favor of that, everybody got something to say, everybody got a comment, then all of Mm -hmm. a sudden you like, well, you start talking yourself, you know, out of whatever it is that you want to do. See, it's easy for somebody else to sell you their vision for you Uh and easy for them Uh to talk you out of your vision for yourself. And you mm-hmm. can't let that happen. That's true. But a lot of times then, we do, especially as women. Mhm. We take on others' dreams and not our own. You know, we take on others', others aspirations and what they want to do and not our own. And, and you're so right. We as women, we tend to do that more so than any other. I definitely agree. I definitely agree we do. And I think it's, I always say this too, it's so easy for us to get wrapped up in someone else's world. It's the easiest Mm -hmm. thing because we're nurturing. And Mm -hmm. we, we get wrapped up in potential faster than anybody, even with our kids. But you need to tell people sometimes they need to potentially get their shit together. So then nobody got time for that. You will be waiting and waiting all your life to do, to get to your vision if you keep putting everybody else's vision in front of yours. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes, mm-hmm. especially as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, you got to be selfish sometimes. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. it won't happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. You'll and be I'm waiting forever leaving. talking about woulda, coulda, That's shoulda. True. Exactly, and you can get wrapped up in everybody else's dreams and aspirations that you don't have time for yourself. You're too tired to focus on what you want to do, and you could have wasted so many, you know, it, it can add up to years trying to encourage someone else and coming up with ideas for someone else to, to fulfill their dreams, right. and they may not even necessarily, you know, do anything with it, and that's just time wasted, and once you know, I always say, I can't get that time back. It's gone. Exactly. We got a hand up too. We got four oh four five one three. Welcome to the chat room. What's your name? And where are you calling from? Hello everybody. This is just Jay. Um hey, I've been on the just show for hey. hey ladies. I am um listening because one of my authors is, is um a guest of yours. But I just wanted okay. to um, you know, just I guess congratulate your your current guest now on following her dreams. Um, You know, Uh it's so important to do what you love. Uh It's so important to do what you love. And and time runs out before we know it. And the worst thing in the world to me Uh is to wake up and realize you don't have enough time to do what you always wanted to do. You know, I wanted to congratulate you because it's it's very scary to do something that you've never done before and to step out and put yourself out there to say, this is my dream, you know, because Mm -hmm. if it fails, then what, you know what I'm saying? So there's always Mm -hmm. a, what if it fails or what if, what if I'm not as good as I thought I was and everything. So I just wanted to congratulate you on taking that step and to encourage you to continue. That's absolutely, awesome. and, absolutely. And and as women, do you agree that sometimes we get so wrapped up in everything else, we tend to not be so not be wrapped up in ourselves, especially when we should be, because we look for passion in relationships, but we should mm-hmm. really look for passion in life. So if you have a passion in life, that's the main thing that you're supposed to just cherish is your passion because mm-hmm. if you don't have fire burning within yourself you don't have anything to give anybody else absolutely i like to call it like my analogy that i use is a gumbo pot you only have a certain mm. amount of ingredients and you can keep giving everybody bowls of your gumbo if you want to but if nobody's putting ingredients back and in, if you're not putting your ingredients back in, you you end up without a bowl of your own gumbo you see what i'm saying you end up
3: Ooh, anymore like you
2: you can't continue you you can't continue to feed your babies you know the the mm-hmm. the fire and and the the filling that is you and you 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 don't have enough to give to a good relationship and you don't have it like mm-hmm. you end up burnt out you know what I'm saying you end up burnt out exactly. So I fully agree that you have to absolutely and that's why I, I initially said do what you love because you can work every day of your life and not ever feel f- fulfilled you can be married to the person that you thought that's was right. the person of your dreams and and you're unhappy and it doesn't have anything to do with that person or the relationship it's just you So it's super Mm -hmm. important to do things that make you happy for you, not for your children or your parents or your spouse, whoever that may be, your significant other. It's important to do things that make you happy because when you're old and you're laying on that bed and you can't get up, you can't move anymore, like it's the end, Mm -hmm. the best thing in the world is to look back and say, well, you know what? I had some ups, I had some downs, but I did what made me happy
0: Uh you you can never
2: you can never there's nothing better than that you can't take the money with you but that experience is something Mm -hmm. that will last forever it's something that lasts forever and that's what that's the difference between
4: uh the senior citizens that are happy and the ones that are bitter when you run out of time trying to make your kids happy your husband happy your mother happy you got all of these students at you at the at a a job you teach, you got co-workers, you got this. When you spend all your time making other people happy and you
2: forget to make you happy, you end up bitter. Hmm, that's mm-hmm. so true. That's a great point. And you know what? That is. Bitterness is. Go ahead, see. That's a great Absolutely. point. You know, Absolutely, and I'm glad sad. she brought up work because I was just talking to somebody about work the other day, and I was like, I work from home, and I started working for a rise if everybody don't know what arises it's a, a, a it's a platform that allows you to do like customer service work from from home you just have to have the equipment right and i'm thinking to myself i'm like if you make if i make less anything less than 14 or 15 dollars an hour I'd rather be able to do it from home. I, whatever the money is, I need it needs to be worth you leaving the house. You see what I'm saying? It needs mm-hmm. to be worth right. the sacrifices you're gonna put in. Because when you fall over tomorrow, all they gonna do is hire somebody else. They ain't thinking about you. And, but not only that, like you have to, you you have to make sure it's something that you're not gonna be pissed off because I've quit so many jobs. <laughs> And and I could have the money that I, one job I was making $16 an hour, but I quit because it didn't allow me time to do anything else. When I got home, I mm-hmm. was so tired after, you know, you get home, you still got to be a mom, you still got to be a wife or whatever, dad, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. everything's done except the stuff for you. You know what I'm saying? So you're still miserable right. because uh-huh. you're too tired to do anything for you. You so mm-hmm. tired that's at right. the end of, of of working this eight hour, ten hour, whatever shift and then you come home and you gotta do another another shift, especially as women, because they they always need something out of us at the house. Whether you're mm-hmm. whether your children and are out right. of the nest and your husband is baby cook me this or baby I need you to listen to my problems and all this <laughs> other stuff. And you know that you know <laughs> our husbands are babies, you know that. You know, <laughs> you in the bathroom. You asking people, "What can I do for you in here? I can't do nothing for oh you in here right now." You be surprised because you end up doing a lot of stuff in there, in there for them. You got to open up juice containers while you on the toilet and everything.
0: You can't, you can't
2: breathe. You, you think you about to soak in the tub and they bringing you homework assignments and stuff? Can you help me with this math problem while you' in sitting in these bubbles? You know, like. <laughs> You, you get so tired you know you get too tired to do what makes you happy and they think you know and it's not that they don't love you but they think you're they get so used to you doing everything for them that they don't know what they would do without you so they don't think oh mommy That's needs fine.
4: time to do for her we got to support her no it's like well mommy always does it or wifey always wifey don't mind making me food at, at three o'clock in the morning because she up anyway even though she's supposed to be writing her book she can make me a sandwich you know, they don't think ab- they don't <laughs> right. think about
2: it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and we condition them that way. But if you don't make it a point, as like she said, to be selfish, then you're going to get ran over. And then you're going to end up resentful b- because of the, the the way you condition people around you. If you're that type of worker where your mm-hmm. boss can always ask you to stay late or come in early, or, I always say no. I absolutely cannot. I cannot come in early. I cannot stay late. None of that because I need me time. <laughs> <He said> no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And, and actually, I, I started since I've been um, since my second book. When I do an interview for a job, I let them know that I'm a writer. I might even sell the the interview or a book because I need you to understand that this is a priority for me. So don't call me on my day off because that's I'm really working on that day off. I'm just working on me. You know what I'm saying? Don't call me, don't ask
4: me to do nothing extra. I can't
2: I can't help out with this. I'm not coming to
4: any mandatory meetings on my day off or none of that because I'm still working.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You better
0: talk about it. I love it. I love it. And women just know it is so
2: easy to lose yourself. What she's saying is so important because you will lose Yourself, and you'll just be a shell mm-hmm. walking around here on on automatic, just just doing stuff that you do <laughs> on a regular basis, but just nothing nothing on the inside. You're just walking around because you don't lost yourself in in everybody and everything. So what she's saying is so very true. We appreciate it you really tapping is. in and g- talking that talk with us. We gotta get our show started. We want you to continue to hold and listen to the show. <laughs> Of course, I'm here. This is
0: popular, um, strawberry.
2: That's um, my signed author, so I'm definitely gonna be listening. Awesome, awesome. Absolutely.
0: And for those we that love it, we love it. Them, make
2: sure you check out our archives because we've had the wonderful, beautiful authors uh, just day on. So make sure you check out Let's chat arch archives. Kind yes, of rich in, yes, we did. Check her out. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate y'all tuning in to Let's Chat. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come in here and let Miss X-Authorist Strawberry kick in the chat room doors for the day.
5: Oh, pull up on a bump in that bay roll. you want to go, come on bay roll. Uh, yeah. Anywhere I go, you know the bay roll. Uh, balls on a bottle on a bottle on a bottle on a ball. On so like, so the in that Bay Road, Charlotte wanna go, come on Bay Road. Anywhere I go, you know the Bay Road. I ball in the cause the Bay Road. I came out the streets on the Bay Road. You know we gon' cause the Bay Road. You know about me, you know the Bay Road. And RIP my nigga Bay Road. Yo ballin' like a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy, hot boy Bay Road. Yo, ballin' like a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy, hot boy Bay Road. I came out the streets so the Bay Road. You know we gon' cuz the Bay Road. You know about me, you know the Bay Road. And RIP my nigga Bay Road. Say yeah yeah, nigga roll up. up. You move too fast, boy slow up. When time come with the dough up, I'ma make sure you bitin' no up. VIP <laughs> bottles and pour up. Tell DJ play the bankroll. Strip see me, she know the cash out. Stripper see you, she know the bankroll. I knew y'all could sit it like Nino. Gunner man, gunner man, gunner man. We got them toys for the official price. And hey yeah, I play with them rubber bands. One thing I don't need is that One thing I don't trust is that bitch. I'm ball like a hot boy bankroll. Stay fresh, a bitch, and you know this. Street make a nigga lose focus. Day, then you call tomorrow. I'm a cold up a street, nigga. Nigga, down by the cold, you a street nigga. Hey, I came out of the streets go to the bay road. You know, I'm gonna eat because the bay road. You heard about me, you know, the bay road. And all i nigga bay road. Pull up on a bump in that bay road. Shot it want to go? Come a bay road. Anyway, I go, you know, the bay road. I'm in the stove because the bay road. I came out of the streets on so the bay road. You know, we're gonna eat because of bay road. You know about me, you know, the bay road. And all i nigga bay road. Yo, balling like a
0: All right! All right! All right!
2: Yeah! Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to last chat. I'm Miss Lisha. You know, I got my right hand and sometimes my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We about to kick in the chat room doors this evening with the fabulous authorist Strawberry. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We are
6: good. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to Let's
2: Chat. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, we let, are let, so let glad you is. were able to come on here and come and kick it with us. We've been talking that talk since you've been gone, since you, before you got here, you had your publisher on, and she was kicking some true knowledge, but we're going to say oh, that. We're going to get yeah. back into that. Yes. She did. We was talking that girl talk. That's why we like to have, no offense, men, but we do like to have, like, <laughs> girls night. Because ain't no telling what we're going to talk about. And it's all needed conversation.
6: Mm-hmm. I hear that.
2: Mm-hmm. So for everybody that does not know who you are and they're not familiar
6: with your work,
2: tell everybody a little bit about you and your book.
6: Well, I'm the author of Diamond in the Rough. Um, Originally, it was a short story in an anthology book called A Different Kind of Love Story. So I revised it, and I turned it into a novella. So that is out now on Amazon. It is available in paperback and an e-book. And I'm also working on other stuff as well, but I am the author of Diamond in the Rough. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. And, and what is that about? This is Tony. Um, we're gonna try to remember to um, identify ourselves because we've been told we sound so much alike. So just so you oh. can know who, which one of us
0: you're talking to. Well,
6: actually, you know what? I'm talking to, to like all three of y'all. I think it's like three of y'all on the line. The two of y'all. It's the two of us. The two of us. Yes. Yeah, so I'm. I'm so our voices sound alike. Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: <laughs> no problem. <laughs>
6: Okay, so, well, Diamond the Ruff is pretty much about Apollo, who is uh, well-known in the streets of East Baltimore. Of course, growing up, he was always in his father's shadow until shortly after he was arrested for a double homicide. Um, it has been that uh, Apollo mm. takes over and follows in his father's legendary footsteps and becomes a full-blown killer. However, um, not only is he responsible for himself, but he's also responsible for Diamond as well. But Diamond mm-hmm. wanted to be a better person and expand her horizons. You know, ever since her father was arrested, things about her have been changing. Um, however, because of her involvement with drug lord war, Apollo forces Diamond to move to Philadelphia with a close family friend, hypnotic. So that's mm-hmm. like just the kind of basic as far as what Diamond and the Rough is about. Mm-hmm. All right. And now you say you changed that to a novella? Yes, that's a novella. hmm
2: Oh. Now I want to ask one, because you know we book bougie,
0: and we not even you know.
2: <laughs> I'm not. I can't even hold you up about it. We cover bougie and book bougie here on Let's Chat. So I when you came that. up with the names, because I like the name Apollo. I mean, you when you think of names first, you know Sean Saint Clair. He's the author. He came on our show, and he said whatever you you think about your book, you always should picture it. On a shelf. And I think that whenever you have a male character, mm-hmm. you should always think of your female fans because they have to have eye candy. And there are a lot of things mm-hmm. that are eye candy, but your male characters, the way you give them the visual of how they are, they swag, the way they move, the way they handle business, if they become they book boo, you have given them eye candy. And so they got to have those names. They got to have those powerful names that make people be like, yes, honey, Apollo is mummy. And so where did
6: you come up with (laughs) those
2: names? How did you pick the characters? What kind of characteristics did you give them?
6: Well, I picked the characters based on uh, real people. Apollo is a mixture of my uh, college ex-boyfriend as well as my high school ex-boyfriend. And, of course, there's war. He's also a mixture of... A lot of uh, my total exes that I've had that were um, on and off incarcerated. I mm-hmm. pretty much like with every character in this book, I kind of turn them into uh, real life people that have the same type of uh, characteristic traits and personality as real people that I know. Mm-hmm. And as far now, as, 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 as a mean, result of that, sorry? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you <laughs> Now, as far as like the name, as far as with Darman, the diamond the Rough To be honest, I actually got that name from my mentor, Cedric Lewis. He and I were having a conversation one day, and he just happened to mention Dominant and the Rough, and it just stuck ever since. Mm. Okay, now this is Tony, and what Alicia said is so true
2: about readers, and predominantly us women, we do develop book booths. You know, because I just read a part three of a story that was my book, and part two was out like three years ago and still resonates with me.
5: Now, really? for
2: these characters, yes, girl, you know, that's a strong book boo when he can last three years to part three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, where he been? He would have to get
2: milk and he hasn't been back in three years. <laughs> 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 but as a result of, of of Apollo having so many characteristics of some exes, do that create a bigger boo for you? If that makes sense, does he <laughs> take on the characters all wrapped in one that you wish just one of them would have in real life?
6: <laughs> um, I actually Apollo would be that character mm. for me, <laughs> <laughs> and actually you he, he's uh he's my boo actually. <laughs> he's the author's <artist>, book <laughs> yes <laughs> at mm-hmm. first it was war but then I changed my mind and went with Apollo Mhm.
2: now see you're going to have to make me read up on Apollo because uh, there's nothing like a book boo sometimes that's all you want to curl up with
6: and get know, away right? from the
2: everyday life <laughs> mm.
6: I swear to be honest when I wrote this book I was going through so much like drama after drama after drama, so this novella is everywhere, child, so, Ooh. and I think, I think that the readers, like, with the readers, when they read it, they, they can tell that I, I must have been going through something when I wrote this book. Really? <laughs> yes. Ooh. But,
2: you know, as readers, when you and I are readers, first and foremost, we do pick up on certain
0: that's things. Right?
2: Like, okay, now what? It, mm-hmm. it may be subtle, but a true reader can pick up on that, right, Lee? <laughs> That's right, and it's so true because, see, when you start going through stuff, I think a lot of authors that we have interviewed, they've all said that writing is therapeutic. It so is. because mm-hmm. you made Apollo a, a, a combination of a lot of your exes, was, was it therapeutic writing his character and changing his character about and, and, you know, getting him and Diamond. Was that therapeutic for you, being able to, like, express yourself in a way that um, maybe you wouldn't be able to do on a regular basis?
6: Well, I'm going to be very honest. When I wrote this book, it really was not therapeutic for me at the time. Now, the short story part Mm -hmm. before it was revised was, but then when I revised mm-hmm. it, no, it was not therapeutic for me, because I was going through a whole, whole lot, and then I ended up putting, you know, my characters into it, and it just kind of, it really does show, so no. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Okay, and as a result of that, um, which part of the book was the most enjoyable for you to write?
6: Are you uh, referring to before it was revised or as far as the now?
2: Oh, we got different enjoyments there. Let me find out, girl.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, let's let's do it. Okay. The
6: first enjoyment, the first enjoyment you experienced. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this: the first, the first enjoyment that I've experienced was when I pretty much had some. I'm trying to make sure how how I can say it without actually giving away the book. Um, okay. I'm going to say uh, there, were, there were points when Diamond was meeting different folks, and she happened to come across a guy named Jesse, and okay. who's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and he whined and dined her and romanced her to the point where she just was not used to having somebody do that for her because she was so used to the thugs and the gangsters and, you know, guys mm-hmm. that just out of her in return Mm -hmm. and Dusty did not Mm -hmm. want any of that so that was my favorite part as far as with the before it it was revised and actually when it was revised I kind of added that a teeny bit in in the revision as well Mm -hmm. Uh now that second time around was it just as
2: enjoyable with the added (laughs) that
6: part yes right, now
2: let me find out (laughs) you like enjoyment
6: (laughs) (laughs) When I write, it's like when the characters are talking to me, especially if I'm in a bad mood. The characters were talking while it's in a bad, while I'm in a bad mood or whatever, and I'll just start okay. writing, and then it just, it, for some reason, just comes off in my writing. Or if I'm happy, it'll come mm-hmm. off in my writing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
6: I <laughs> now I do have a question for you because I
2: posed this question on Facebook I think the other day. Um. Mm-hmm. So you're driving in the car, or you're at work or you're out and about and an idea comes to your head. What do you do? How do you make sure that you record that thought? Like if you're driving, I can imagine something good popping in your head. and It's like, dang, I just ran that red light. You know, how do you? How, but, you know, because it gets so good. We always have authors that say sometimes your thoughts it just get so intense where you not paying attention. So how do you handle those moments where it just pops in your head and you got to get it out? What do you do when you need to get it out?
6: Well, okay, well, if I'm driving, depending on where I'm at, I will pull over. I'll pull over and I would put it in my notes on my cell phone or I will record myself saying in my mind, Or if I'm anywhere else, because I usually, everywhere I go, I have, you know, a pad and a pen with me. So that if I Mm -hmm. get an idea, I got to jot it down for later. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely jot it down, or I'll stay up all night, because as of lately for the past 48 hours, I've been lacking sleep, have not been sleeping for a total of 24 hours because of my characters talking to me. To be honest, like, I'm all over the place, especially if Mm -hmm. I'm writing a particular book, or if another character is talking to me that's for a different project, and I end up stopping what I'm doing with that and starting another project. So these characters, these, these characters of mine are insane. And it's making <laughs> me insane. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cassidy, they never stop. They don't.
2: <laughs> I know, right? So you said it was a. It was a short first. Was that the first time you sat down to write when you wrote the short? How was that process, first writing the short and then turning it uh, into the novella and expanding on your thoughts? What was that process like?
6: Well, the process, actually I enjoyed the process when I wrote uh, the first short story, Diamond in the Rough. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, I've had so many um, of the uh, ladies in the older generation actually get a nice kick out of that book. Um, however, oh. when when I revised it, it kind of got a little bit on the 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 thuggish side, and sometimes the generational of ladies that are older, they don't necessarily the care for that part. But um, with the revision, I, I, I mean, I got fair a fair bit of enjoyment, but not a whole lot. You know, I received a little bit more of enjoyment with the shorter version of the story before I revised it. Mm
2: -hmm. that's interesting Um, you said the older generation like the book now when you're writing this is Tony I'm sorry now when you're writing do you have a specific audience in mind that you're gearing towards well to be
6: honest my goal is to gear towards all audience I want to gear Mm -hmm. towards the older generation the younger generation I want to gear towards everybody depending Mm -hmm. on what kind of style or dramas they like I want to be able to say okay well, I have a book in that genre. Check this book out. So I'm just mm-hmm. starting. I'm just beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Because that's interesting. You know, I for some reason, I wrote that down.
2: Older generation likes the book, and that's stood out. I'm sure they have, for those that have been reading uh, uh, for so many years, covers mean a lot to them. And I like your cover, and I'm just thrilled that older readers gravitated and they're not thrown off by the – how should I say younger generation writing. Does that make sense to you?
6: It was does. Uh, now I will say this. Now some of the older generation uh would was not would not like that because in their eyes, okay, this is a half naked girl inside of a diamond. Right. Of a diamond you know? Mm-hmm. So their thing is why don't you just have a regular diamond and leave it up to the reader's imagination? I have thought about mm-hmm. that. But of course that was the younger generation and me. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I like I said, my goal is to you know, catch everybody, and
2: with mm-hmm.
6: this project as well as future projects,
3: mm-hmm.
2: because you know sometimes that cover can can um, make or break someone cracking that spine and actually delving into the story. So I That's like really that um, that that some people just look at it and still want to know what's in between those pages. Because like you said at the top of the interview, we're book bougies and we know we need a club for that. But um, those are the first thing that grabs our attention. That cover, the Aww. title, and that synopsis.
6: <laughs> well, thank you.
0: Mm,
2: you making mm. me
6: all blush through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no
2: problem. We give credit where credit is due, girl. Now, are we gonna be able to see uh, Mr. Apollo and Diamond in um some future works? You know, from from your first part of the way you created the short. Now, will they make an appearance later? Is this a standalone?
6: Yes, they will. Oh, actually, okay. They will. Um, as a matter of fact, in future books, you will you will see some of the characters um, as they uh, mature. hmm So as they mature, oh. you know, a lot of the readers will actually know it from when they first started out.
3: hmm Oh, love, y'all
2: heard that little exclusive right here on this chat from the <laughs> beautiful <Artist laughs> Strawberry. Look for that diamond and that Mr. Apollo. Her her book, book. <laughs> Yes, mm. absolutely. <laughs> now, how has your writing changed from the first time you 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 picked up your pen till now? You know, what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself creatively um, and in life in general?
6: Well, as far as with my writing, I've learned a lot. Um, when I first, well, I'm still kind of a, sort of a beginner. So I'm still learning as far as the punctuation, the grammar, um, not confusing my first person and third person like I used to. Um, of course, I got Just Jay that's, you know, mentoring me and helping me with that. I got my pen sister, Felicia Ann, that's also helping me and giving me tools and uh, referring me to uh, certain folks to kind of, um, work more towards being a better author, and to um, better gravitate to the readers, so that I can, you know, get better over time. And and that's another reason why I always shoot for reviews, because my thing is, if I don't make a dime off of this book, the reviews is what matters, because all that's going to do is help me become a better author, whether it's good or bad.
2: Hmm. Speaking of a better author, um, Strawberry, this is Tony. Who, who do you read? Who who
6: who does Strawberry have in her library? Well, I actually just became um a sci fi author fan. Um, oh. I do enjoy uh I know that's like the nerd in me, but um <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy <laughs> Stephanie Myers <laughs> and Annie Wright. Uh-huh. Now as far as with my uh black authors um, of course, I enjoy my publisher, Just J., my pen-sister, Felicia Ann, my mentor, Cedric Lewis. Um, those are, um, oh, and I forgot to mention Portia Lewis. Um, she's also my mm-hmm. pen-sister that I did an anthology with. Um, I also enjoy mm-hmm. her uh, style of writing as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, those are the main uh, authors that I have in my library at the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Awesome. Now,
2: what was the hardest part about writing your book? What was the hardest part of the process for you? Well, the hardest part for me
6: was to, make, to kind of bring the reader in as far as making it a visual. Like if I'm writing a theme, like more so describing it so that when the readers are reading, they can actually feel like they're actually there in the book with the characters so that's um when i'm still learning how to do slowly but surely absolutely now we have a hand up do you
2: mind taking a call oh that's fine we got nine seven three five one seven. welcome to the chat room what's your name and where you calling from
6: how are you it's good calling from jersey but i didn't press one i'm just listening okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey kids
6: how you doing Good. I've, I've been a little absent so I had to make sure I listen. I've been a little busy with my life.
2: Oh, with that, we appreciate your support. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, y'all. <till laughs> I'm going to continue treat.
6: to
0: listen.
2: Okay. This is one of our <laughs> biggest supporters. We love out her here on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, when you sat down to write this book, and you mm-hmm. you said that you started reading um, sci-fi books. Do you think that you will sit down and write a sci-fi book?
6: Actually, I'm, I'm working on one now. Well, it's not really a sci-fi. Oh. It's, it's a, more so a, a lesbian romance. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. A lesbian vampire romance. That's what I'm currently working on. Oh. Lesbians and vampires, girl?
0: You got to yeah.
2: tell us about this. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just... Ease that bias and not expound
6: on it, girl. I <laughs> <laughs> first, I was just going to say a lesbian romance, but, you know, I just, I decided that it's going to be a lesbian vampire romance, so.
2: Oh. Is like, like, an like I an original
6: I'm <laughs> everywhere because it's like what yeah, I'm, not gonna I'm working that. on that. That's what else. I'm saying. She's going to have to yeah. tell more.
0: <laughs> like I'll be like one,
6: one minute I'm working on something else because of the characters that are talking to me, but then when other yeah. characters come to my mind and talk to me, for um, other projects I gotta gear towards that because they're talking to me. So uh-huh. as of right now, that's what I'm working on. So it's, it's more okay. so like a um like more so like an, an Egyptian uh, vampire. Mm. Okay, yeah, we got to, when you do, when you pin that, girl, you definitely have to come back because we oh, want to know how well, it has for been,
2: received.
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shooting for that to come out in Halloween.
2: Oh, interesting, because I think this Whoa. is the first leash. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, I've never heard of it.
2: We have like, this is that's the thing, you got to create your own lane sometimes, so there's nothing that's wrong true. with it. That's true. So just like, I just like, never I'm, thought I'm about to... lesbians and sci fi books. I mean lesbians and vampires. Oh, yeah. I just never thought about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not alone.
6: <laughs> and but, you see you know what? Honestly, it's it's like I'm trying my hand at different genres and I'm I'm really loving I'm loving the the paranormal uh, sci fi um more so of the immortal type um Genres, fantasy genres. I love it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we definitely yeah. got to explore that more. But we have another hand up. You want to take another call? Sure. Okay. We have
7: 213448. Hi, Lisa. Hi, hey,
0: Peter May.
7: How y'all doing? <laughs> Hi. Authoress Strawberry, a name after yeah. my own heart. Oh, thank you. You know, Trina <laughs> know I love good. Trina know I love oh, good
0: things. Yes. <laughs> I know
7: you do. <laughs> yeah. So, so when I got the tag that said Strawberry is going to be on, I said, Let me go see who is who. Who the heck, Who has the audacity? <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Man, God, making
0: me blush.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How you doing, Strawberry?
7: This is Peter Mac. Um, I was just listening to you. I just wanted to congratulate you on your journey. I had one question for you.
6: Okay. Oh, and thank you, by Who, the way.
7: You're welcome. You're welcome. Who is it that you read to learn from?
6: Well, the main person that I read and I learn from as of right now is my pen sister, Alicia Ann. Like she is an amazing author, and I always look to her for advice or if I want to vent about something that's going on in my head, um, concerning writing or how I'm feeling, she's always the go-to person I really talk to, aside from my publisher just Shea, as well. I also vent to oh, okay. her. I, I drop her nuts.
7: Let's share with us the last thing that you learned that changed that kind of took you to the next level in your writing. What's the last thing you learned?
6: Well, the last thing that I learned as far as that kind of changed the concept was when this book, *Dominant Rough, was released. As far as... Um, all, reading all the reviews as far as what I got and why that so I got certain, opened up my eyes that I need to kind of better myself as far as when I'm writing to kind of make the characters kind of really come out more in the reader's mind.
7: Right, right, right. That's important. I heard you speaking on that earlier, how you were just now learning how to make it vivid and make people feel what you were saying. And that's right. hard. You can't teach that. That got that, to that come from inside you.
6: Oh yes,
7: definitely. Mm-hmm. So you, so you, definitely a bit developing. Um, I wish you much luck in your journey. Thank you for having me, Trina Alicia.
2: Yes, oh, so you. welcome, Mr. Peter Mac. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Peter Mac has that new book out, Brenda. Fairly legal. I actually finished it. I'm in the process of reading my reviews, Peter. I didn't forget. You know, it takes mm-hmm. me some time to marinate in it.
7: <laughs> okay. Okay.
6: Thanks, Peter.
2: Peter Mac is another huge supporter of the Ladies on mess Chat. We so appreciate him. You're getting all our supporters tonight, Strawberry. Oh, uh, awesome. I feel
6: I feel very appreciated. <laughs> I'm I'm very I'm very happy about this.
2: Yes, they they show up and show out, girl. <laughs>
6: I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we have been we have had so much fun with you, but, um, we're gonna wrap up with a fun question, and uh, you know, Leesh, it's been marinated in my head, a fun question for strawberry, but um, we're gonna play on on words tonight, okay. but uh, before I do that, <laughs> um, I want you to shout out your social media handles and how everyone can follow you and stay up to part on what you're doing,
6: okay, well, I have two Facebook accounts, and um. I have it's under one is under Lauren Horner and it says Strawberry with my book cover um, as a profile pic, and then I have another one that's uh, Lauren Horner author of Strawberry. Those are my two Facebook accounts, as well as I have two Facebook like pages, one that's um, mm-hmm. author of Strawberry, as well as another one that is Just Jay Warner authors present, and also have two Instagram accounts. Uh, one is Lauren the Strawberry, and my other Instagram is. Just, I'm sorry, Strawberry underscore Just J Warner. And I also have Twitter, Strawberry8584. And of course my book is on Amazon right now. It's available in paper paperback and Kindle. All right. Now your fun question, Miss Strawberry,
2: is you're gonna take your name, a strawberry, and your book boo, Apollo. And we're gonna combine them. So I want you to tell me, tell us, because we have people on the line that are listening, Mm
0: -hmm. what
2: Apollo would do with a pack of strawberries to Diamond to make her act right. (laughs) I'm gonna take my mind right now. Oh, see, our theme our theme here is if it's gonna be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, then they asked Starbucks for some coffee, so we don't mind. Oh my God!
6: Okay, well, with some strawberries, of course, he will put one in his mouth. Okay, and of mm-hmm. course it will be some chocolate dripping from that strawberry. Oh. Yes, oh. and of course there'll be some champagne right there, some whipped cream, mm-hmm. and some more chocolate sauce. And Let me course, get my
2: napkin. This, I I'm, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <a> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry.
6: Focus, T, focus.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. You
6: you you really put me in my strawberry mode. Okay. So, <laughs> and of course, he will rub it all over Diamond's body. Uh-huh. Naked and all And of
0: course like He will lead
6: To the J. And of course and Yeah, the rest is history No, the rest is part two They so well, we gotta right. buy the book Yeah,
2: <laughs> the rest is part two Everybody go out and buy you some strawberries That's right <laughs> Oh man, thanks so much for playing along Strawberry, we appreciate you
6: Oh, thank you for having me
2: Thank you for joining us And make sure you follow her and go to Amazon And get that one quick I'm in the wrap By Arthur Strawberry <laughs> Yay. Yes. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us You have a great evening and please come back
6: <laughs> Oh, I will Thank you for having me You're very welcome Absolutely,
2: you know you're welcome back anytime We had such a great time
6: Oh, yes, I will be okay. back,
2: honey. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> we'll be here. We'll be. We'll see you in October. <laughs> oh, yes, I'll definitely be
6: here. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. You have a, great, have a great night. All
2: right,
6: you too. Okay. Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> Bye-bye. At least I had so much fun. fun. We it always have to cut a little bit
6: in the chat room.
2: Don't pay us no mind, y'all. Don't pay us no mind. We like to have a little Time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh man. Now I we get got the our next the out.
2: Right. Wait. To clean up the little, the little dribble.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I don't mind that. You got to laugh because you got to enjoy yourself some time. You know, we like to have a little fun here on Let's Chat. We do. We really, really do. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back and continue the laughter and the fun with author Anisha Brown. Awesome. We're going to hit you with some of that Bebo. Yes, Aaron Bebo is more than just an author. He raps as well.
1: I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like blasts, you use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up, one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like blasts, you use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up, one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body Set my name first, gonna make up me the same first, we out here on the grind She got the same thirst. I got a mind, body, and soul. Three round burst. My soldier. The breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel You know a nigga see that She want my attention and she know it's time to be back I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. block On like handles till so she see a mirage When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs I could tell that she's mine by the look in her eyes If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life So when it's time to throw down, we'll never think twice Taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife So all them shots be misses. Bitch, get you a life I want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time Once more she gone Like flash yard Use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm Gone, gone. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time. I'm more, she gone like blast jars. Use the old fifth when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. gone. Yes,
3: yeah, how you doing, love? What's your name, never and sign? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head centered. The kind of feeling that got you tripping, so revealing. Mind state of a hustler. your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia, if you willing, to partake in Szechuan State, and take a break from the day to day, we can get away on a holiday, vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting, chopping
1: it up, back to back, blunts in motion, hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer, baby tell me how that sound, I want the finer things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes, and we can get it right. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time. One more she gone like glass, yard use the whole fifth when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on one line at a time. One more she gone like flash all use the whole fifth when it's strong. Roll up one whiff and I'm gone.
0: All right, all right, all
2: right. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Last Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know, I got my fabulous co host. She's my right hand. Sometimes she's my left hand. And depending on what's going on, she might be both. The fabulous Miss Tony. We've been kicking it here on Let's Chat. If you missed our first guest, no worries. Make sure you go back and hit up our archives. Yes, you can catch our archives here on blogtalk.com as well as iTunes. You can also catch us on any podcast app. Mm -hmm. So we got our next fabulous guest coming to kick in the chat room door, Nisha Brown. Hey, Miss Lady, how you doing? Hi. Top of
4: the day. How's your day coming along?
2: Oh, great. Welcome to Let's Chat, Nisha. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. For all of those who are not familiar with your fabulous pen, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. So uh,
4: basically right now I currently live in California, and I have uh, two books out right now. Um, My first book is Miss Carmel, um, about a girl that basically she's living with self-esteem issues. And, you know, of course, she gets into all the bad relationships and stuff because she wants to find someone that ultimately loves her. Um, And then my second book is is due for pre-order. August twenty first. Well it's it's pre on pre order right now, but it's coming out August twenty first and that's called Confessions of a Call Center Vixen. And that one, you know, it, it centers around self esteem as well, except for the main characters, it's four characters instead of one. And basically all the women, you know, they have these the self esteem and so me myself, you know, I've gone through self esteem issues myself, and I consider myself as a person with high self esteem now. So I've made it my practice to help other women, and you know, just other people in general, just kind of know about self esteem and how it can affect you.
2: Absolutely, and I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because addiction, as well as mental illness, you know that that is really something that is a um, issue in our community. And so when you talk about your self-esteem and just loving yourself, all of that is part of the, you know, the core of yourself. And being able to kinda sometimes you have to be able to sit with you. And a lot of times people can't do that. They can't sit with themselves. They got to be over here. They got to be over there. Got to do this, got to do that. But sometimes you have to be able to sit with yourself because it's a necessity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
4: Exactly. That's kind of like, you know, what I just like to reach out and and kind of let people know about, even though I write urban fiction. If you read, you know, my books, a lot of my characters have a lot in common with, you know, things that happen to women just on a
2: day-to-day basis.
4: And so that's kind of, and I find that sometimes I don't even do it on purpose. Like, I was just comparing kind of my first book and my second book the other day, and I said, oh, these characters kind of have some similarities, you know, and I put things in there that mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I was putting in there.
2: Mm-hmm. So, it's not like you could even say there was an inspiration behind you writing books regarding self esteem. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. uh
4: Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I've moved through a lot of self-esteem issues myself, bad relationships, you know, being homeless, um, you know, working, you know, in a strip club and stuff like that. And, you know, through it all, I was strong. And I feel like I used a lot of my inspiration in my work. And I just women to know that, you know, there is kind of a light at the end of the tunnel and there is a rainbow at the end of every rainstorm. hmm
2: Absolutely. That is so true. So what are what are three things you've learned about yourself throughout your writing journey?
4: Well, three things about myself is that I'm very motivated, um, I'm determined. And, you know, just basically, you know, I believe in, in deadlines and getting things done. Like, I, I believe that I'm not a procrastinator as much as I used to be. And I can say that I was a major mm-hmm. procrastinator. I'm just going through struggles. You know, now I know that I find that I'm a stronger person now, especially since I've been writing and since I've met so many great people while writing. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the one of the questions I was going to ask you because as a result, I'm sorry, this is Tony. Um Nisha, we try to identify ourselves, but as a result mm-hmm. of of writing your your book and the one that's available for pre-order, mm-hmm. the strength that the strength that you have found within you, do you feel that you have a better grip going forward on on your estate on the extreme issues?
4: Absolutely. You know, my first book I was uh, you know, homeless and I was going through things like that. My second book, of course, you know, I was more stable and I was more grounded and I was more focused on writing. Even though I do have a full-time job and I have other things going on outside of that, you know, I was just like this is going to get done no matter what. So I find that there's been mm-hmm. a lot of strength and I find that I have more of a support system and I've met great people and I have more people, you know, backing me and supporting me with this new book. So it's just it's been mm-hmm. amazing.
0: Mm. that's good when you have support
2: it now, is so important to have that good support yeah absolutely. that's so true because you got to have that i guess that 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 team behind you because sometimes things get you know sometimes you get weary sometimes and you got to have just you mm-hmm. know it don't have to be a lot of people just a few people behind you but you, I want to go back a little bit because you mentioned something that, that brought something to mind. How do you mm-hmm. prevent yourself from rewriting the same type of book? You know, a lot of times as a reader, I'll read a book and by an author, and it'll be the same type of storyline, just switched up a little bit, but the same storyline just reproduced. How do you How do you prevent yourself from doing that? What are some of the things that you do to make sure that you aren't Just rewriting the same book
4: Oh, that's a great question. So basically, um, what I do, my mind tends to go to the extreme. So people that know me well know that my mind kind of just wanders out, and I'll just think of the most extreme thing. So I think that even though uh, there's maybe a similarity in the actual characters, my storylines will never actually be the same because from a day-to-day basis, I'm always thinking about, okay, this is what's going to happen. Like, for example, like this new book is way more extreme than my first book. And the Mm -hmm. direction that I originally had the characters going – It just completely went left. Like, to tell you the truth, Confessions of a Call Center Vixen started off kind of being, because I'm a supervisor at a call center, so it was actually going to be a tell-all about, you know, what everybody kind of tells me in the call center and stuff like that. And I was like,
0: hmm,
4: I don't think I'm going to do that. But I think that's going to be boring. So I just took it and kind of just took everything to the extreme. So for me, it's like because mm-hmm. my mind always works differently every single day, it would be kind of impossible for me to make the same story up, even though, like, the characters might be the same, if that makes sense, like physical-wise is what mm-hmm. I mean with the characters. Mhm. That's true because
2: yeah. okay, sometimes you do can that? do you, – you, Right, you do read a book, and you tend to for those really avid readers, like it's, this story just sounds so familiar, but the the cover is different, you know. So that does happen quite often.
4: Oh yeah, it does. I, I I'm uh, thank goodness I have a very twisted mind, and I'm happy about that. I don't know if that's good or bad. Some people have told me it's oh, both, no. but thank goodness.
2: We, <laughs> we love authors with twisted minds. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm, ain't no wrong with it. That just means you're creative you creative, that's all. Well,
4: thank you. <laughs> See, now I can go away feeling good about my twisted mind.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. And don't let nobody tell you it is either. That's how they be messing up books for us readers. Don't listen to them. <laughs> Does that mean that I can stop my therapy and my medications and stuff now?
0: Yes, yep. ma'am. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: That pen and paper. Reading is, the is therap- therapeutic.
0: Oh, look,
2: writing is
0: therapeutic. <laughs> Just let it right. all out. <laughs> so, everybody, you know this.
4: You, so, when I go on a bench spree, it's because of them. They told me to stop my medicine.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, when you are writing, and um, I know you're spilling some tea. I, I know you're spilling mm-hmm. somebody's tea. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many calls have you gotten? Talking about some Nisha. Didn't we just talk about this three months ago? Why is this in your book? Do you get those <laughs> calls? Well, no, because cause, uh, first,
4: I probably will. My second book, you know, hasn't released yet, so Ooh, honestly, she no one's told somebody, it yet. Y'all,
2: she done spilled your tea. Don't even <laughs> yeah, buy her a I She done <laughs> already said it was yours. <laughs>
4: Yeah, right. So it's like the only, literally, the only person that's read my second book is my girlfriend. That's so, it's just between me and my girlfriend. No one else has read it until it's actually going to get released. And so everyone keeps asking me, like, is the book, am I in the book? Like, what's going on with the book? And I'm like, well, you're just going to have to read the book. You know what I mean? So they have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of building up that work. Like, am I in the book? And so my, even my manager is just like, am I in the book? Because, you know, one of the characters has the same letter in my name. And I was like, you guys have to just
0: read the
2: oh. book, you know? (laughs) Oh, that's a great promo! Everybody's just wondering, waiting for this book. So I'm sure they've already pre-ordered, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a lot
4: of people are coming up like, I already pre-ordered it. I'm just waiting for it to hit my Kindle. And I hope nothing bad about me is in the book. And then I'm just like, you know, like, everybody's asking, are you still going to have a job after this
2: book? And I'm like, it's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, the one thing about authors is – When they're spilling tea, even when they throw in shade. Now, i ain't going to say all authors. You got to have it only, it takes a creative pen to be able to do that. But half the time, people got to read it more than once to realize is it shade and was that me? I mean, because they know how to mix it around. They done put the whole, they done put mm-hmm. all your business, they done put that in about <laughs> five different characters.
0: Five
2: different characters is all your business that happened last summer. They done told it all. But they done mixed it up so well that, you know, they read the book like, I can't tell. Now, I, this is, but no, I didn't do this. I, if you're a good yeah. author and you're spilling some tea the right way, they ain't going right. to know no way. That's why they put the disclaimer
0: <laughs> in the front. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> there you go, the wise. That,
2: that is so true. That is so true.
4: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm about to, because this is a three-series book, too. So it's like I'm about to, like, release each book, like, a year at a time, because hopefully by then I better got another job. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, I gives me, me, like, two more years. She's just <laughs>
4: waiting.
2: I know what going to do to come before I drop the tea for the rest of y'all business, but I'm about to tell all y'all business up here, but I got to leave first. Right. I need my check before I do. She needs a point. But you know what? We should I need my um, point before me, but... I tell your business. But I am telling your business, including Sally that sits on the sixth floor that act like she don't know. We know <laughs> <laughs> That is
0: that
2: so is true. true. That is so true. But you know what? When this book drops there won't there'll probably be a everybody's gonna be busy in that book trying to see themselves. So that's a great thing. <laughs> so you'll be you'll yeah will right?
0: working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing so
2: hard, y'all. I'm telling y'all right now, don't ask her if your tea is in this book. You in there. She done
0: told <laughs> You better tell her nothing else. <laughs> <though. laughs> well, this is some funny stuff. I can't wait till the book comes out now. She like gave it away just <laughs>
2: for her laugh. <laughs> and if you were ex, oh, your tea really in the book, sweetie. I'm sorry. I just want to be the first one to tell you, sweet cheeks. She put it all in the book. Yes, she did. So you ain't got to ask. Yes, she did. She told it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, because some I it. Stuff. That's Man, you stuff. Ex- you got to know my thing. Yes, I did. I'm <laughs> cracking up over here. <laughs> I love it. My... Wait a minute, Le- Leisha. I'm putting my pre-order You're...
6: in now.
0: <laughs> you are.
4: Yes. Make sure you put your pre-order in there, so that you can see. And you know what? Maybe if I come on your show, though, maybe you guys will be in the book.
0: It'll be called oh, Confessions
4: of the Radio Show Host.
0: No. Okay.
4: y'all be fun oh, my. oh that is a good one I, I, i'm
0: pre-ordering that i'm pre-ordering that as well just let me know when it's oh ready
2: mm-hmm. let me know we love it we love it you know one thing we do here on let's chat is he always gives the best Fun questions, but before she gives you a fun question, we want you to shout out all of your social media, the name of your book, and where it can be picked up.
4: Okay, so the name of my book is Confessions of a Call Center Vixen, and it's available for pre-order at Amazon.com. Also, I'm on Instagram, Nisha underscore the underscore author, Twitter at Nisha the author, and then my
2: Facebook page is Nisha the author. Oh. All right now. Yeah. Just check out Miss Nisha and wonder if you are in her next five star read.
4: <laughs> Thank you so much. I think I could also check <laughs> you me out because I have a radio show. I have a radio show on Thursdays from nine AM Pacific Standard Time. It's called the Hour of Esteem and that's on Saved and sexyradio.us US. And I talk about self esteem issues and interview great people.
7: Oh,
2: all right now. Mm-hmm. Well you Ooh, got a, yeah. you gotta tag I- us in your link
4: so we can share it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I will tell you guys Thank then because it's a great show. It's it's a beautiful show. It's a great way to start my Thursday off every morning. I look forward to my
2: show. Mm, okay, now your fun question. I I don't even know where to start. Cheetah got me all discombobulated over here, Lisa.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, I forgot the, the the lead character in call the call Vixen. What's your lead character's name in that book?
4: Well, there's four of them, but I would say the lead one would be Naima. We'll go with Naima. Naima,
2: I like that name. Now, Miss Naima, you. you know she 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 is in the middle of a call. Okay, she's mm-hmm. in the middle of a call.
0: She's mm-hmm. making a pie. She has the mm-hmm.
2: apron on, and that's it. Just her apron. She's making a pie. But since she's on a call, she accidentally drops a toy in the pie. What toy is that?
0: Oh, it's a it's a
4: dildo. It's it's got it's gonna have to be a dildo, because like maybe my girlfriend was probably at work during the time that I was making the pie. She wasn't there, so I was trying to multitask. So it's definitely gonna be a dildo that was dropped in the pie. And
2: <laughs> 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 Now, see, I'm about to tell y'all. Right now, don't tell her your bit. Don't tell her your business, and don't eat still cookies.
0: cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and don't eat the cake. I'm just telling y'all. Just You already ate before you came. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want you to you task a lot. Oh, you know
2: you are welcome back <laughs> You know you are welcome back Anytime We do appreciate you coming to kick with us Here in the chat room Just You know you're welcome you welcome back Lally. Anytime we do appreciate you Take
3: hey, yeah,
2: it. I
0: give you a the virtual hug Oh virtual hug Absolutely <laughs> no Thank pie, no you <laughs> Right We don't want any dessert Mm-mm. Okay <laughs> Are you guys
4: sure? Well, I can't give you any dessert because my girlfriend, she won't like that.
2: Okay. So dessert. Well, well, if at, she wants to eat the, the cookies and the cake that you made in the kitchen
0: and the dildo fell
2: in that, then that is her prerogative. <laughs> she may do that.
0: <laughs> we don't want to. Oh. No, thank oh, you.
2: I'm crying. No, thank you. Here. She has me crying. <laughs> Well thank you so much, Nisha, for joining. I'm so glad you connected with me on Instagram. This is a this is a relationship that's going full steam forward.
4: <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys enjoy your Thursday. Keep in contact with me.
0: Absolutely. We will. Sure we you appreciate so you. So we thank go. you so very Listen. much. You're
2: welcome. Okay, have bye. a great night. You too. Stay away from that pie.
8: Matter of fact, don't
2: take nothing in the kitchen when you cooking. Just, just go in there and cook, and then leave out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't multitask oh in the kitchen. Not don't multitask. Don't no multitask. Oh no. no.
2: Don't multitasking oh in the Lord. kitchen. <laughs> okay, I won't or multitask in the, the kitchen. Or the coffee table, or the dining room table, or the kitchen counter. Ain't <laughs> no multitasking oh in those areas.
0: Okay so well can please. I invite you guys over
2: for Thanksgiving I guess I shouldn't invite you guys over for Thanksgiving
0: No ma'am <laughs> How hilarious oh We Thank you love it. We you
2: We appreciate you coming to kick in with us in the chat room You're welcome you Have, a, have a good day guys Bye. You too <laughs> Bye Oh my god at least I have not laughed that hard I don't know how long. I know. So funny. I love it. I love her energy. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. You know I got my right hand and sometimes my left, my fabulous co host, Miss Tony. We've been in here rolling from start to the middle. Then we're gonna keep it going. But if you missed any of the artists, uh, authors that came on the show, no worries. Just go back and check out our archives here on blogtalk.com as well as on iTunes or any podcast app. Well now we got the next fabulous author, authorist, author, KR Bankston is gonna come and kick in the chat room door. We're gonna take a brief break and we're gonna come in and talk that talk. Okay.
3: Hey yo, let me rock with it. Just turn it on. Just turn the track on. Just go down with it right now. One. Yeah. First one. one.
2: Let's keep it rolling with the fabulous author, K.R. Bankston. Hey, how are you? I am great, ladies. How are you? We are good. Welcome to the chat room. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, we will. Welcome, 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 welcome. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work.
9: I'm K.R. Bankson, and I am a serial novelist. I am um, originally from Tallahassee, Florida, and right now I'm living in Jonesboro, Georgia. Uh, I enjoy doing just about anything once. I'm pretty adventurous. So I'll try everything, but I like reading, <laughs> of course. I love to write, and I have quite a few books on the market if you want to get into them. Awesome. Now, this is Tony. You said something interesting. You're
2: a Serial novelist is that is that right?
9: Mm-hmm. What does
2: that mean exactly? That's the first time I've heard that term. I think
9: that means that I am the author that specializes in in serials. You very seldomly will get a standalone book from me. I do have a few, but mm. I like serials. I like series. Oh, okay. Now, generally, okay. how long do your series?
2: Like
6: one through three, one
9: through eight? How many uh, novels? It, it depends. <laughs> I actually have a couple that are out right now. One of them is called the Gianni Legacy, and right now it has four parts, but there will be a fifth coming soon. I also have another serial series out called Thin Ice, and right now we're up to book seventeen on that one. <gasps> seventeen, girl? Mm-hmm. Wow!
2: <laughs> and it's called Thin
9: Ice. Yes, Thin Ice, yes, thin ice girl, is seventeen. Be- <laughs> Yeah, that's the, you know, Thin Ice 1 through 12, and then it breaks into the second half of the series called North Frost, and that's book 1 through 5. So we're at 17, and there will be more books coming from that series as well.
2: Oh, my God, you keep that books plural.
9: How do you keep it going
2: for so long, K.R.? Well, they're
9: just, they're really stories that I allow the characters to kind of take on their own life, and um as long as the stories keep coming, I'll keep writing them, like the Gianni Legacy. This will be the last book in that series because I don't see it going any further. So five books will end that one. But then I, we still have a lot of stuff coming out of there, so we're still writing on that one. When the story gets really tired or, or I don't see it going anywhere or the characters stop speaking, then I stop writing. Wow,
2: girl, you just blew me away Absolutely. when you said 17. <laughs> so tell us what genres do you write do you write mixed genres is it um do you try to balance that out what kind of genres do you write
9: i am i'd like to say that i write anything i feel at the moment i have some books that are straight romance i have books that are criminal romance i have books with paranormal and horror in them um I just write whatever the story is at the moment. I kind of don't like to try and, you know, just say I'm going to be in this particular genre. It's whatever that story tells at the moment, that's what I write. The next book that I'm dropping in 2018, it's actually going to be a thriller. So it just really depends Mm. on the story. Wow. That is a song. Do
2: you get more? Is there one more fun to write for you? You know, you have romance, criminal romance, paranormal, and now you have a thriller. Do you get more joy out of a certain genre?
9: I actually do. I actually enjoy writing the criminal romance more than anything else, but I mm-hmm. love all my stories. But yeah, if I had to pick one, I really enjoy doing the criminal romances.
2: Okay, now I like criminal and I like romance, but I don't know if I've read one combined. Just expound on that a little bit. <laughs>
9: Okay, let's talk about um, The Gianni Legacy. This is a story. It spans over 20-plus years. Um, the first book is when the uh, protagonist meets his, the woman that he falls in love with, and he is a syndicate boss, and he does all manner of illegal things, but she doesn't know that right offhand and they Mm -hmm. meet and they have a typical relationship, you know, kind of like everybody else. And I always just take it back to say that just because that person's profession is not legal does not mean that they're not human. They have the same needs and desires and wants as everybody else. They want to love and they want to be loved. They want families. They want to, you know, have the same thing that everybody else does. And that's basically, for me, what my criminal romance is. The men may not Mm -hmm. be, you know, nine to five. The women may not be nine to five. They're not your typical upstanding citizen, but they're still human. When you get to know my characters, you will find out they're very humanistic. What they do is just something that they do. It's not necessarily who they are. Oh. So when
2: you sit oh. down to write your book, depending on mm-hmm. what you're you're feeling like writing, what are some of the mm-hmm. little quirky things that you just? And, yes, I said quirky. All those who think they're going to be trying to <laughs> inbox me something, that's not the word. That's my word, quirky.
0: <laughs> I actually, some of the quirky I mean, things that you do,
2: that some things that just have to be done when you sit down to write anything.
9: Um, I have to have my Skittles, and I separate them by color, and I will never eat them all at the same time. like, combined colors, that is really just obnoxious to me, <laughs> and I won't do that. <laughs>
0: So <laughs> Well, oh, next yes, time I she come in the chat room,
2: T, we're gonna
9: have to make sure we have
2: Skittle Bowls.
9: Yes, yes. yes they have to be separated. And what else? Um <laughs> I'm I have to have music. I can't write with the T V on, but I do write with music. And here's the weird thing. I write the most gruesome murder scenes listening to gospel music.
2: <gasps>
9: oh my goodness. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. really yeah
2: so I'm going to ask you this question because I thought about it the other day and mm-hmm. I didn't have nobody to ask but now I got you to ask so I'm going ask because we know that okay. you're on Let's Tap so by you being Christian sometimes do you okay. struggle between your craft and your faith
9: no and I'm going to tell you why um, a number of years ago, it probably would have been an issue, but in the time that has passed, I have grown more in my understanding of true faith versus religion, and there's a very big difference. So now I, you know, can understand that it was the divine creator who gave me the imagination to start with. They're simply stories. There is nothing um, you know, sinister or evil about them or anything about that. They're entertainment. Now, do I try and tie some um, helpful advice in maybe or hope some moments that will make people stop and pause? Absolutely. But do I preach? No, never that. And I just don't feel any type of condemnation when I'm writing, even when I deal with the black magic. It's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Because you know, some people can can
2: tend to not differentiate between the two, right? Of true faith and religion, and 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 sometimes you just have to do. You just write it for enjoyment. I know that's what I read for enjoyment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I was wondering, I'm like, I, I wonder, do Christian authors that are Christian that don't write Christian fiction, do they struggle between their craft and their faith? And I love the answer that you gave. Well, thank you. And I have a question regarding struggle because you have your hands in so many different pots with individual mm-hmm. colors, and we're gonna take this on the skittle bend. But since you write <laughs> so many, so many different genres, do you struggle with? Any of them. Any particular
9: one? Honestly no. Um uh-huh. and, and here's why, I guess, because I'm just one of those laid back writers that really does not put myself under a time frame. For me, the story's gonna come when it, it comes. You know, the, the characters I allow them to speak at their given time. Anytime you catch me writing, I'm writing usually two to three books at the same time. And they may not be the same <laughs> genre but they are very Mm -hmm. different and unique stories, and they each have their time and their space, and I allow them to do that.
2: Mm -hmm.
9: Okay, now this
2: is Tony once again. Alicia posed a really, really good question to our last guest, and I think it can kind of hold true with you because you have so many books under your belt. You know, sometimes as readers, we can read a story, and it may be a different title or a different cover, but the story still remains kind of things similar to what we read before. And by you having, mm-hmm. like, just take this this series with 17 in it now, do you find that you struggle to make each story authentic and not sound like a previous two or three stories behind it? Does that make sense to oh, you?
9: It makes perfect sense. I, I want to say that you have to take my series as, like, think of it as your empire or as your power or as, you know, any series you're going to have a different episode every week, but the story okay. is continuous. And that's how my books are. You have a different story in each book, but the episode is continuous. So you may okay. focus on, you know, one character in one book, and then the next book, that char- another character tells their story, but you have your supporting cast still there. So it's just one continuous mm-hmm. episode. Okay.
2: So you've written the books that you have written, multiple genres. What is What has been the hardest part of your journey?
9: Um, honestly, getting people to understand that just because I am a author of color does not mean that the only thing I write is what they would like to deem quote-unquote urban lit. Everything does not fall into that category, and I know many authors of color that we write various genres, but because you are an author of color, you get immediately lumped into um, street fiction, per se. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I have nothing against it, but it's not what I write, and it's hard to get people to understand or to even try something different because sometimes people are very caught up in that one genre, and they don't want to try anything else.
2: hmm that is so true. This is Tony um, Kr. We try to identify ourselves because sometimes you can just have a certain audience targeted, and that kind of puts you in a um, a small window to expand your readership. You know, you, right. you, your outlook your outlook on your reading audience should be broad and not just a narrow stroke. You know, not just Absolutely. one color skittle. <laughs> you want the whole bag right.
9: reading you. Right. Exactly. Absolutely, I love
2: have, it. Yeah. Mhm. no, I was just saying I love it. Continue. Mm-hmm. Now this, okay, this is Tony <laughs> once again. You know, I'm just fascinated okay, so. by 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 your pen. <laughs> but do you have a bucket <laughs> list of things that you still have not accomplished? And I can't even imagine it, A series going past. 25, but is something like that on your bucket list that you want to get done and check off?
9: Honestly, I mean, I just want to see how far it'll go. Um, One of my literary idols is V.C. Andrews, and as you know, even though she's deceased now, her books still continue. Even with The ghostwriter, you know, they still write. They're still coming out with new series, and that's kind of like on my forever list. I'd like that Mm -hmm. to be happening with my books well after I'm gone. I still want, you know, them to be coming out, ghostwriters to be doing um, the books. But, of course, you know, somebody that writes in my voice as well, just like I do. But that's kind of it for my bucket list. Me, honestly, I want to write a comedy, but I think because my wit is so dry, I don't think people would get it or they'd think it was funny. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I might try that one. Mm-hmm. Now you said BC
2: Andrews. I was a fan of her "Flowers in the Attic." Oh my God! You just brought back
9: memories. <laughs> yeah, she's actually what wow. got me into loving and wanting to write serials because I uh-huh. just followed her series all the way through.
2: Hmm. Wow, that 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 just brought me down memory lane, Leash. <laughs> I love that movie. I and I just realized not too long after that they did a sequel, uh, to it. But mm-hmm. Flowers yeah. in the Attic, I yeah. think, will always be a classic.
4: Mhm. Absolutely. It really would be.
2: <laughs> now, do you have anything new? Nah, Can you tell I... us a little bit about that book that's coming out? I'm sorry, Lee. <laughs>
9: that's okay, C. I'm not sure if you heard it. Did I miss? I was going to say, did I miss the question? Okay.
2: Can you just tell us a little bit about your new book that's coming out?
9: The one that's coming out in 2018, it's going to be about a serial killer in a very small town with some very um, small-minded and backwards customs. And um, it promises to be very, very different from anything I've written. The cast is going to be um, mostly Caucasian. And it's going to be again very different. Um, but I think people will enjoy it. It's still gonna be classic KR, but it'll be very different from what I've written.
2: Mm.
9: I love that you say the cast instead
2: of your characters. I, that just gives me this bigger picture <laughs> big <screen> image.
9: <laughs> yeah. I, you ever thought I about
2: did. taking Yeah. Right. Have you ever thought about taking any of your books to
9: Big screen? Absolutely. I would love to see, you know, the Gianni legacy come to life. I'd even like to see parts of Thin Ice come to life. But I'm also very realistic in that I know my limitations, and screenwriting is not my thing. So I will have to find someone that can actually bring my cast to life, you know, and, and keep them authentic. That's my biggest thing. I don't want just because in a rush to get them to the big screen that. My vision is not seen. That's not why I, re- I wrote them. If they never make it to the big screen and people just enjoy what I wrote, I'm okay with that. As long as my vision comes to pass and people see what I'm putting into those books,
2: yeah. Yeah. absolutely. And we kind of we talked about this at the beginning of the show um, about how a lot of times we we tend to find ourselves or even people around us saying what they want to do, but there's no movement behind it. You know right. what I'm saying? Can you talk a little bit about the importance of making sure there's movement behind your words?
9: Um, absolutely. I mean, you know, my thing is I keep a, a bullet journal. I also have a vision board. Um, I have a vision box. I have a large whiteboard in my office and I write things on them, but I make sure I go back and check them off. You know, the the word says faith without works is dead. So you can have all the faith you want, but if you don't put anything into it, nothing happens. Do your homework. Get up. Even if it's a small step, make a step. And the biggest thing is your word is is who you are and your reputation, so always keep that, whatever you're doing. And, you know, see yourself in the place you want to be, but also make the steps to get there. Mm.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And have you ever had a author span moment? Like you've gone to an event or you've gone, not even to an event, you could have gone to um, the store or out of town and saw one of your absolute favorite authors. Have you ever had that moment? And when you did, did you embarrass the people
9: around you when it happened? I did not, because unfortunately for me, both of my favorite authors are past. Um, I did not get a chance to see E. Lynn Harris before he died, unfortunately, and he was one of my absolute favorite authors. And, of course, V.C. Andrews was dead long before I really got into the writing game. Now, I did get a chance to meet one of the authors I have a great deal of respect for, and that was author Kwan. And, no, I did not embarrass him but he was very nice. He was just as humble in person as he was, you know, with our contact online, and I always appreciate that about him. Yeah, we love Quan. He's so
2: down to earth. He really is. Him and his fabulous wife. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, this is is Tony. Okay. Okay. Set it it up. He is she is well known for all of her fun questions. She really is. Now, before okay. she gives you her fun questions today, because today I don't know where she even got these questions from. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I Apologize in advance. I don't know where she even got these <laughs> questions from, but T is in wear, rare form tonight with her questions. Oh,
0: God. but I it's don't know where they came You're from. You gonna have fun. <laughs> I I, know, but
2: before you answer your fun question, shout out all of your social media and where
9: everybody can get your work. You can go and get everything um, that's paperback from my site. It is www.krbankstononline.com. I do post snippets. I have free downloads out there. So, you know, feel free to go over. You can find me on Facebook. I'm at KR Bankston, or you can come uh, my Facebook page, KR Bankston, the author. I have two pages on Facebook. You catch me at Twitter. That's at KR Bankston, and I'm on Instagram at Book Opera Lover. Mm. All right.
2: Now, my fun questions for KR tonight, of course, has to stem from a bag of Skittles.
0: <laughs> now you
2: are a new <laughs> you are a new color. KR, as well as a new flavor, and because you're going to stand out, you're going to be a new shape. Tell us what that color, shape, and flavor is and why. Ooh,
9: let's see. Um, (laughs) I I know the shape and the flavor. Now I'm trying to decide on the color. Hmm. Uh, Okay. The shape is going to be a diamond, and the flavor is going to be – Habanero, but we'll say cinnamon because that'll be sweet. Oh, I'm just not sure oh. about that color. Uh, I don't know. Let's go with green because it's money. So we'll do that. <laughs> or shall we? And we'll do a, a greenish turquoise, I guess. That, yeah, that'll be cute. But yeah, definitely right. a diamond because mm-hmm. I'm a diamond, and cinnamon because I'm hot and sweet. So yes. Oh,
0: I was
2: I was about to say
9: is it gonna be sweet or sour or combination of both.
2: Let me find out you you over there being fast, Ms. KR. well we watching you over here on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we have had so much fun. We so thank you for joining us and uh we gotta look forward to this There's this many, many, many series in the books that you uh produce for us. you
0: Serial novelist, K.R.
2: Bankston. Make sure you guys check her out and follow her and and stay in touch with her work. Thanks for joining us, K.R. Thank you, ladies. Yes, we loved it. We enjoyed you. Have a great night. We had so much fun tonight. Thank you, you too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. We have had so much fun tonight, y'all. This is one of the two of our last shows for a month. We will be going on break for a month. If you would like to be part of the less chat chat sessions, yeah, that just came out. I don't know. It didn't even sound right, but it's okay. If you would like to be part of the less chat family and you like to go on here, talk that, talk about your work, your music, just send your request to the chat radio show at gmail dot com. We're currently filling October and November. So
0: we're pulling into
2: the end of the year. We're excited for everyone that comes on our show. We appreciate all of our listeners and all of our guests on today. This was the best girls night. I don't know. We just, we done laughed for like a whole, almost two hours now. It's been awesome. has. <laughs> We've had a great uh, company of guests. These ladies were amazing. Make sure you follow them and check out their work and uh, make sure you check out Nisha Night Tomorrow. Before we take a much needed break But it's going to be a working break But a break nonetheless So thank you so much everybody for joining us tonight We'll see you guys in 22 hours (laughs) Good night Good night everybody
3: Dearly beloved We are gathered today to get through this thing called life Life Electric word, life, it means forever and that's a mighty long time But I'm here to tell you, there's something else, and else. The after world A world that never You can always see the sun, day or night So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills You know the one. i there never be all night we